You're listening Maugan Radio. to the Friday edition of English English with me, Richard Brown. This is the show where we rip words to pieces. We tear them to shreds. And today's word is a word whose pronunciation, cuya pronunciación, whose pronunciation we have to be ever so careful with because the word ends in a silent B. The word we're going to look at today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all shapes, colours and sizes, is the word comb. Let's go. Comb, C-O-M-B. Yeah, it might look like comb, as in combo, or comba in Spanish, but it's not pronounced like that. It's pronounced comb, with a long vowel sound. Yeah? Comb, and a nice rounded M 
at the end, the B, as I said before, is totally silent. Now, we have to be careful with the pronunciation of the word comb in English, but we have to be equally careful with the pronunciation of its equivalent in Spanish, because today, of course, we're going to be talking about penis. Yeah, penis. I think that's a correct pronunciation. You have to be careful, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, that little implement, a little tool that we use to uh, make our hair look a bit tidier. Yeah? Un peine. A comb. What's a comb made of? What does it consist of? Well, it basically consists of a shaft, like a horizontal shaft, and then a whole series of vertical teeth is what we call them. The teeth, sí, como los dientes, the teeth of a comb. Now, combs as implements uh, go as far back as about 5,000 years before the modern era. I mean, they've been around for a long time. I think originally, and even till relatively recently, Combs were basically used to keep your hair in place. So if you had long hair, you would use a comb to hold it in place. And you still see that original intention uh, in the, the typical Spanish peinita. Yeah, they're designed to keep long hair in place or fixed in place, if you like. What are combs made of? Well, they can be made of a number of different materials. For example, um, in, originally they were kind of made of um, ivory or wood. Yeah, Ivory would be uh, marfil. So you can get ivory combs or wooden combs. Don't forget, if something's made of wood, we often say it's wooden, a wooden Comb. Yeah, you can say a wood comb, but normally when wood is a, an adjective, we transform it to wooden, right? A wooden table, a wooden chair. So you get wooden combs. You get, nowadays, of course, you get uh, metal combs and more frequently plastic combs. We've all got, I'm sure, got uh, a small or even large collection of hotel combs at home. Danny, have you got um, a collection of hotel combs at home? Esos, esos peines que, que te dan en los hoteles. Todos, ¿no? Tenemos dos o tres o cuatro o cinco. Yeah. Yeah. We just, you take them, don't you? You think, oh, I've paid for this. <laughs> I've paid for the room. I'm going to take the comb with me. But you don't need it. Nobody needs a, the 15th comb, do they? But we do. We take them with us. Sí, lo hemos pagado, así que le peine para nosotros. Okay. A la saca. Eso es. No, but we don't need them. And we, we just, uh, hoard them. To hoard is when you, when you collect something, um, very often for future use. In this case, a future use which never materializes. But we all do it. We all collect hotel combs. I don't even know why hotels bother to commission plastic combs of course with the with the hotel logo on top yeah so it's like a, 
it's like a keepsake, a, re a reminder of that amazing night you spent in their amazing hotel, or not so amazing hotel. But we we take them and we keep. Yeah, you do use them. You might use one, but you're not going to use all of them. That's for sure. What are combs used for? Well, I mean, nowadays we don't really use combs to keep hair in place. We use them to keep our hair tidy. We use them to get rid of of something, to get rid of what we call tangles. You know when your hair be gets all knotty, yeah? It forms knots. So you can't run your fingers through your hair. Well, you need a comb, don't you? In order to, to get rid of, deshacerte, de, to get rid of the tangles, the tangles in your hair. Because your hair gets tangled. So you use a comb to get rid of the tangle. And sometimes it's a bit painful. Duele un poco, no? You know, you know when you were a kid and your mum, it's usually your mum, she, I mean, certainly in my case, my mum used to comb my hair. Si, también es verbo, como veremos más adelante. She used to use a comb to get rid of my tangles. To get rid of, todo junto, eh? To get rid of my tangles. And she would tug on the comb. To tug means to, like, make short, jerky movements. She would tug on it until the comb pulled the tangles out. And I'd go, ah, 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 mom. Yeah, I would complain, like all kids complain. Whenever you comb a kid's hair, they always complain, especially when you get to the tangles. ¿Cómo se dice tangle in español, Danny? Es cuando se te enreden el pelo. Esos nudos que se forman. Sí, pero como sustantivo, ¿qué se dice? Nudos o... Tengo un nudo, tengo un qué. Sí, bueno, tú tienes el pelo muy bien. Dani no, no tienes el pelo. Bueno, yo tampoco tengo ese problema, pero por otros motivos. <risa> anyway, um, a tangle is a knot. Ojo con la palabra knot. Si comb, como palabra, acaba con una letra silenciosa o muda, pues not empieza por una letra muda. En ese caso, la letra K. ¿Ya? Yeah? A not. Adjetivo, knotty. O knotted. My hair is a bit knotty. Or it's a bit knotted. Ahí con dos T's. Right? So you use a comb to get rid of the knots. To get rid of the tangles. También hay un verbo para eso. To untangle your hair. So we use combs to untangle our hair. Don't forget, hair is a singular concept in English. When we're talking about the hairs on our head, we just talk about our hair. Hairs is used when uh, the the growth is a little bit... Uh, more Spartan. So, you can talk about the hairs on the back of your hand. Because you can kind of see a lot of skin there. Yeah, but on, on your head, you talk about your hair. So we use a comb to untangle our hair. I think in the 19th century, they even used combs, or a special type of comb, to straighten their hair. 
um, it was called a hot comb. I haven't been able to investigate, I haven't had time to investigate what a hot comb was exactly, uh, but I guess it's a bit like a, a modern day straightening iron. La plancha esa del, del pelo. Pero entonces era un, un peine que se calentaba. Yeah, a hot comb. And they used it to straighten, alisar, to straighten their hair. Now, we've talked about the teeth of a comb. Um, there is a special type of comb called a knit comb whose teeth, para volver a usar, whose, cuyos, yeah, whose teeth are very closely packed together. A knit comb. What does knit mean? Well, knit is written N-I-T, a knit. Now, a knit can be an insult. Oh, you silly knit. Yeah, you silly knit, which means, ay, que tonto eres. It's not a very offensive insult. Silly knit. Or a nitwit, también se dice. Um, con la inteligencia de un knit. And if you want to know how, uh, how intelligent uh, we're talking here, you need to know that a knit is un liendre. Right? So, a knit comb is un peine especial para, para quitar los liendres. Right? A knit comb. Um, in fact, we also have another nice little term, which is a knit picker. So if you imagine a knit comb, you know when you, when, uh, if you have a kid, um, if you have a, a I don't know, five, six-year-old son, five, six-year-old daughter, uh, at some point they all get knits. Yeah, they all come home one day with a letter from school saying, there's about a bout of knits. About is como una, casi una epidemia, ¿no? Uh, and a, about, not about, a bout. La palabra es bit or ute, a bout of knits. So you get a letter from the school, from the headmistress, from the headmaster, and they say, um, just to inform you that there is, uh, uh, we have discovered a bout of knits, uh, in some of the children at school. So, um, blah, 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 he's, these are all the measures you need to take. Um, so we all get knit combs. Your mum or your dad buys a knit comb. And they examine your hair quite carefully with the knit comb, looking, searching for knits. Now, knits are not very easy to find. You can see that, but you have to, you have to be, uh, it sometimes takes a while before you discover a knit. They're very small and, uh, almost half transparent. Not a little bit black, but mainly transparent. They're difficult to see. So it's not easy to find knit. When you find one, you kind of pick it out with the comb and squash it. Like that. That's the end of the knit. Right? But the term a knit picker, a knit picker, is not referring to your mum or your dad when they're picking your knits out. It's referring to anyone who is a bit fussy. It's referring to anyone who is a bit picky. A knit picker pues es alguien quisquilloso. And as an adjective, we also have nitpicking. Oh, he's, uh, he's such a nitpicking individual. He, the, we all know nitpickers, don't we? There's always, everyone has a, a nitpicking colleague at work. 
And they're always saying, ah, but yeah, they're always finding problems. Silly, silly, insignificant little problems. They are, well, timing is better, boy. They are knit picking. Anyway, enough about knits. Uh, a knit comb is also known as a fine toothed comb. A fine toothed comb because the uh, teeth of the comb are very fine. They're closely packed together. So from there we get a lovely little expression to go over something with a fine toothed comb or with a fine tooth. También podemos omitir la E de al final. So you go through things with a fine toothed comb, which means you examine them in great detail. You're being extremely, well, I could say meticulous, but we don't usually say meticulous. We use an Anglo-Saxon word much more often, which is thorough. We look, we go through something extremely thoroughly. We're very thorough in our search. Um, so we are going through it with a fine tooth comb. If you're an editor of a book and you're doing your final check, you will go through the text, you will read through the text, the document of, of the book with a fine tooth comb, paying extra special attention to the very last detail. So it's a lovely expression to go through something with a fine tooth comb. So we get knit combs, yeah, for people, uh, for liendres, knits, or head lice, también se dice, head lice or knits. But we also get a very similar fine toothed comb for cats. They're not called knit combs, they're called flea combs. Right? Well, because on a cat, you're looking for fleas. You're not looking for nits. Cats, when they start scratching, probably have fleas. So you need to get a special fine-toothed comb, a flea comb, to get rid of the fleas. Okie dokie. Um, what do we do with combs? Well, we've, my father always has a comb on him. Simple Jeb and Thema. He always has a comb on him because he likes combing his hair. I haven't combed my hair with a comb for about 16 or 17 years, I imagine. Um, probably the last time I was stuck in a hotel without my hairbrush. A long time ago. And I used, yes, I used one of those special little promotional hotel combs, right? But normally I use a brush to comb my hair. My father doesn't. My father is a comb user. He likes using combs and he always keeps one in his back pocket. Yeah, he used to have a special comb. Now he just uses hotel combs, right? <laughs> but he always has a comb on him. Siempre lleva encima uh, un peine. Ok, como verbo, to comb. Eh, to comb quiere decir peinar o peinarse. You comb yourself. You comb your hair. Right? And you can comb out tangles. You, if you've got tangles in your hair, if your hair's tangled, you will comb them out. Now, you can, you don't always comb top down. You can comb, um, down up. 
And when you, when you comb down up, your hair becomes very frizzy. It sticks out. And that is called to back comb. So if you want to look like Robert Smith from The Cure, from the group, the band, The Cure, you know what to do. You just need to back comb your hair. Um, some people who don't have very much hair, some people who are bald, comb over their hair. Yeah. And that, that horrible, uh, hairstyle, um, is, is called a comb over or a sweep over. Si, sí, cuando un hombre calvo, pues, uh, pues tiene un flequillo, uh, que empieza aquí y solo tiene el flequillo. Y lo, ¿cómo se dice en español, Dani? Ese, ese magnífico peinado. Tampoco. <laughs> Como Dani no tiene ningún problema con el pelo, no se lo sabe. <laughs> Anyway, in English it's called a comb over, right? And it's always uh, very funny on windy days, isn't it? Cuando hay mucho viento, pues el efecto está. It's just ruined, isn't it? Basically. Uh, exactly. Just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a classic example of uh, a comb over. Yeah, a guy with a comb over. Okay, um, metaphorically though, we can comb through a document, which means to examine. A document, yeah. You can, uh, I don't know, comb through all the all the newspapers from from the period when you're investigating something. If you are a historian, for example, you comb through them. Um, revisas um, cuidadosamente los periódicos de la época, yeah. Or examinas. You comb through them, yeah. Uh, police, the police, or a search party can comb an area when they're searching for a missing person. Cuando están buscando a alguien que está, um, que ha desaparecido. They comb an area, right? Now, a comb, a comb can also be used uh, as a musical instrument, right? Um, I, I just want to play you this little thing from, the, this is from um, a television program, uh, called Britain's Got Talent. Uh, this guy was called Narinda from the 2015 edition of Britain's Got Talent. And he basically got through to the semi-finals of that competition, that TV show, playing a comb and paper. Because a comb and paper can make music. And this is kind of what it goes like. That's enough of that. But anyway, later on in the, in the, in that performance, he plays the final countdown. You know, that one that goes, Diddle-dee-dee. that one. Yeah. He played that too. So, uh, if, if you want to check that out, uh, just put, um, paper comb or comb and paper on YouTube and I'm sure you will find it. Um, just to wrap things up, uh, we can't talk about comb without talking about another type of comb 
which is not used to comb your hair with. It's not used for fixing your comb, uh, your hair in place. It's not used either for getting rid of nits. Because here, I'm talking about honeycomb, which is basically the main internal structure of a beehive. Yeah, where bees live. What's a bee? Let's hear a few bees and then uh, you'll get the basic idea. See, las abejas. I don't know what's going to that's not. Yeah. Honeycomb. Honeycomb is that, are those hexagonal, well, that those panels of hexagons, yeah? Um, hexagon forms. Really, really very interesting to look at in, um, because you get a hexagon on one side and on the back you've got like these, uh, three rhomboid, uh, or rhombuses, rather, uh, which kind of join together. And on the back of those, you get the same thing in reverse. And it's a very strong structure, which is used in each of the little hexagons. Bees keep um, their honey. Those hexagons can also contain the larvae, or the little eggs, for future generations of bees. Uh, they also keep pollen in there. Amazing. And honeycomb is basically uh, um, very similar in terms of its makeup to honey itself, which is kind of like uh, bee vomit, strangely enough. And they kind of are amazing at making these very elaborate structures. So it's well worth investigating honeycomb. And of course, it's absolutely delicious to eat even nicer than honey because you've got the, the contrast of, of the gooey honey texture and the slightly, slightly crunchy honeycomb hexagons. That's all we've got time for. Danny, thank you very much. Have a fabulous weekend and we'll be back very, very soon for some more English English. Take care. Ciao. Estás escuchando Born Radio. Este verano, tus padres te van a apuntar a la Academia de Inglés. Todo el verano estudiando. Tus hijos no saben que les encanta el inglés hasta que los traigas a Baugan. Tráelos a nuestros campamentos de verano en inglés. 911335832. 911335832. Ahora con nuevas facilidades de pago. Agua plazos sin intereses. Llámanos al 911335832. Campamentos de verano Baugan. El líder del sector. 911335832. No lo dejes para el último momento. Aprenderá en inglés mientras viven mil aventuras. No olvides